Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, host of Alligator Preserves. And in today's show, I'm going to continue my coverage of the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. And this episode is going to be called Coronavirus 2020, The Toilet Paper Pandemic. Stay tuned. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic, because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. Today is Saturday, March 14th, 2020, and here's my update on the coronavirus. The world is closed. That is all. (laughs) Oh, I wish that is all. Yesterday, the President of the United States declared a national emergency, which evidently will free up some funds to states to do important things in caring for people, both those affected by this disease and, and those caring for those affected. And the situation as predicted, is getting worse before it's going to get better. We've been told this. And so now I'm curious about how many of you are taking some of my suggestions from my last episode. Have you done or started an early spring cleaning of your stuff and things? I actually, since I record in my closet, I'm constantly looking at things on hangers and in bins. And yesterday I removed several things, including a beautiful black suit I bought about, I don't know, 18 years ago, and I don't believe I've ever worn it. It's one of those suits where, you know, you keep it hanging in your closet because someday I might need a black suit. (laughs) But the truth is I've already been to funerals, including both parents, and I wouldn't have dreamt of wearing a black suit to their funeral because I know they would have wanted to see me in something prettier. So there, the black suit, gone, along with a few other things. See, I'm taking my own advice. Let's see, some other things. Have you, did you break out games that are hidden in cabinets somewhere? How about writing a letter? You know, with a pen and paper, the kind where you need envelopes and stamps to friends and family? Have you started a book that you've been meaning to read for the past two decades? For those of you who are staying away from supermarkets because they're crazy, how about cooking things with the frostbitten packages at the back of your freezer? Some things you probably don't even know are there. How about using those dried beans and lentils that are past their best buy date? You know you bought them with good intentions years ago. I just made a pot of lentils, as a matter of fact, with, let's see, onions. I sauteed the onions. I used chicken bouillon instead of just plain old water. I added cardamom, 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 cloves, ginger, turmeric, slivered almonds, and just a pinch of sugar. 
and I just had a bowl of that over some white rice. It was delectable. This is a very good time, I think, to go through your canned goods and your dried goods. You know, the stuff that you put away for a rainy day or a pandemic and use them. As more things get canceled and more things go virtual, we have to entertain ourselves at home. And I think that's a good thing to have to do every once in a while. Just heard today that Denver Starfest has been postponed. I was planning to attend that with my books, and so I'm a little sad about that. Denver Pop Culture Con is still too far out to predict. Keeping fingers crossed that that will go as planned, that we'll be able to reunite as a people by Independence Day. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be lovely? The uh, Denver Pop Culture Con is scheduled for Independence Day weekend. And we all hope that by then as well, stocks of toilet paper will return to store shelves. <laughs> right now, there is a pretty serious toilet paper pandemic in many stores. I'm hearing it from lots of people. And so I don't know about you, but I like getting information online. And I looked up, what do you do when you run out of toilet paper? <laughs> and there is a site with the title, 15 Ways to Wipe Your Butt When the Toilet Paper is Gone. So I thought I would share these with you, and I'll have a link to this site on my on my website at leadvillearl.com after this. But here, here are some things that you might use in lieu of toilet paper. And the website is called Urban Survival Site. So here goes. They're number one out of 15 things that you can use instead of toilet paper. Number one is paper. Now, I didn't click on the links of what to do with paper and what kind of paper to use and all that. And and of course, my first thought was watch out for paper cuts. Am I right? Yeah, we're talking about some sensitive areas there, but I think maybe they suggest wetting it or whatever. But, you know, phone books, who actually uses phone books anymore? But if you got a phone book recently, which I did, stash it, stash your newspaper, stash any other, or, you know, start keeping paper, maybe stuff that you might use to start a fire with. Number two is wipes, which seems kind of obvious. And I haven't heard of people saying that wipes are all gone from shelves, but they probably are by now. Number three is Kleenex, which in my mind is no different from toilet paper. And I have a feeling that there's a Kleenex shortage too. Number four, now we start to get interesting. Number four is a sponge. <laughs> Not just for your pots and pans anymore. Uh, the challenge here, of course, is that you've got to clean it after you use it. So you might want to think about that one. And then we come to one of my favorites, number five, rocks. <laughs> now, I'd be lying if I told you I've never used a rock in the wilderness, <laughs> because I have. Now, the important thing there is to make sure that it's a smooth rock. <laughs> don't get, you know, no quartz. Don't, don't be wiping with quartz. You heard it here first. <laughs> Find a smooth one. And of course, if it's a rock that you intend to keep, you, you'll need to clean that as well after use. 
after rock, we have number six, water. And they suggest using a hand or an irrigation bottle, which I guess that would be my choice over the hand. But there are countries that don't use toilet paper. There are. And of course, you've probably all heard of a bidet. If you've got a bidet, you're golden. Don't tell your neighbors. Number seven, kind of like the wipes idea, is cloth, like a soft cloth, like a piece of diaper or a piece of an old rag or whatever. And again, the the issue there is that you've got to clean it after use. And please don't flush these things. You can flush water, you can flush Kleenex and wipes and some paper. Don't flush cloth. And for goodness sakes, don't flush your rock. All right. Number eight, actually numbers eight through 15 are all pretty similar because they all have to do with plant leaves. Uh, Number eight talks about corn husks. (laughs) I used to think that people used corn cobs, but uh, and maybe they do. I don't know. But they've got corn husks, maple leaves, mullein leaves. They're the fuzzy ones. You got to be careful of those, though, because they can cause an irritation. I don't know if I'd want fuzzy leaf. Well, I don't know. Haven't tried it yet. Large-leafed aster, cottonwood leaves, bolted lettuce from your garden, if your gardens are growing yet, hazelnut leaves, thimbleberry leaves, which I've never heard of. And they say with the thimbleberry leaves, if you're in Thimbleberry County country, there's something called devil's club leaves that might look similar, but they have thorns. So stay away from thorns when you're wiping. I would also suggest staying away from shiny leaves if you catch my drift. So there you have it. Some suggestions for what to do when you run out of toilet paper. Who knew? Well, I knew. I knew some of the things. I mean, you know, there are other things. Perhaps a smooth stick. I'd be lying if I told you I haven't used one of those in the wild, too. (laughs) Again, make sure it's smooth. Now, if any of you out there have any other helpful suggestions to our listening audience, email me at laurel, that's L-A-U-R-E-L, at strackpress.com. And tell me uh, what you've heard other people use, if not yourself. So now I'm going to end this podcast with something I wrote this morning. Our Chafee County Writers Exchange Group, which normally meets once per month to do a We Write session in the morning, we decided that we would conduct our session virtually And Robin Hall was our leader this morning. And with a St. Patrick's Day theme, we talked about things Irish and we used words, words that we didn't know. And we did kind of balderdashy things with the words. But the last exercise was to imagine that you were a warrior back in the early, early, early days in the triple digit years and to imagine that you were in a ship about to land on shore to fight an awaiting enemy. And I have to give credit to author Bernard Cornwell, because I'm currently on book eight of his Saxon Chronicles series, 
also known as The Last Kingdom. Some of you might have seen that on Netflix. It's a very exciting series, and watching Uhtred in all his battles inspired this piece that I wrote. And so I wrote this from the perspective of a shield maiden. Here goes. Oh, by the way, I had 10 minutes. We had 10 minutes to write this. I am Valka, daughter of Valka, who was daughter of Valka before her, shield maiden of my people, and this be my first raid. Vasha, my handmaiden, has secured the fine chain mail about me, lined with the skin of a slain beast, and passed to me from my warrior mother. Fear grips my belly, and the stench of those around me, those whose bowels have already loosened, betrays their fear as well, though none will give name to this emotion. I see them on the shore, their shield walls ready, and I hear the steady thump of their spears. They are prepared. Our Lady, confident of victory, has been here before, but I, I, barely eighteen, I must follow her lead, she who has battled and succeeded before. She will lead us. I grip my shield, smaller than those I see on shore, and my spear forged from fire colder than ice, and I must believe. I swallow the bile rising in my throat and join my sisters in a shriek that wakes the dead in hopes those spirits will charge with us, will break through the seemingly impenetrable wall we face. I shriek. I shriek. I shriek. Thank you, Bernard Cornwell, for inspiring that piece, especially the idea of uh, something being forged in a fire colder than ice. I stole that from you. But yeah, it's a pretty intense series. And what I really enjoy about it is that he doesn't romanticize war, although he talks about the joy of battle and the battle frenzy that warriors get into. But he also talks about the stench and the stink and the shit and the piss and the fear and everything that also goes along with vicious battles. So yeah, I guess that kind of ties in with my toilet paper theme of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Do forgive the liberties I took with it. And as always, I hope that you stay safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. Help your neighbors if you can. Keep your social distancing. Social distancing is now the new catchphrase, right? I want to thank you for taking the time to visit in between making lentils and cleaning your sock drawer. You can find today's show notes with links and maybe photos. Sure, I'll put some photos in there on my website at leadvillelaurel.com. Don't forget to email me at laurel at strackpress.com. Let me know your ideas for what do you do when you run out of toilet paper. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at leadvillelaurel. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves wherever you get your podcasts to keep up with my latest, latest episodes. Tell your friends about it share this one maybe with them. I hope you'll help support Alligator Preserves on Patreon. Check out the rewards you'll receive at patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves. And join me next time when I'll probably talk some more about 
coronavirus 2020, COVID-19. Uh, let you know if I have any more tips. But until then, no touching. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCard with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCard. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com. Amazon.com.